Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. So in the studio with me this afternoon, I've got Peter Stone. Good afternoon, Peter. Good afternoon, Jill. And what a beautiful day it is Isn't as well. It? Isn't it Gorgeous. lovely out there? It's wonderful. It's so nice to see the sunshine. Now, Peter, you've got a really, really interesting story to tell us. We know that you're involved in energy healing now, but let's just take a step back and tell us a little bit about your history and how you got there. Okay. It, it would have started over 20 years ago. Uh, before my wife decided she wanted to move up the health service into homeopathy. And I came up with a lump in my throat. One of my glands came up. So I went to see my GP, um, and it wasn't just one gland, it was several glands. They sent me for a chest X-ray, and it was one of those moments of Mm -hmm. have the X-ray, put your shirt on, we need to do another one. Mm. And the X-ray was full of sort of cotton wool. If you, if you can call it that. And it turns out they then diagnose it as being sarcoidosis. Okay. And sarcoidosis is a long-term condition, usually 10 years or 15 years. Mm-hmm. Usually it's not too bad, but if it hits the eyes, the brain or the heart, it can be life-threatening. Mm. So my wife, Yvonne, quite rightly said to me, she said, well, why don't we try homeopathy mm. and see if that'll work? So I saw a homeopath. First remedy, nothing. Second remedy, nothing. Third remedy, ping. I felt the energy of the actual homeopathy as I took it. And I said to Yvonne, something's happened. Mm. So I went back. I was having regular chest x-rays. So every sort of three months, it had actually got worse. She's thinking, I've killed him (laughs) because I've sent him to to a homeopath. Um, but it actually turned out that the s- next time I went, another three months later, it virtually all disappeared. Mm. So the homeopathy had sent a trigger to my brain to say, hey, you've got a problem, get on and so- sort it out. So that's called the life, the law of similars. So okay. it's like treating like. Yeah. I think my next sort of experiences were I was very allergic as a child, and I was always very allergic. And I went to university and came back and my parents got a cat and I didn't know what was going on but my eyes were streaming mm. I was wheezing I was became very asthmatic I was I worked at um, Beecham Foods in the 80s 1980s which is now Smithcline Beecham's mm. uh, and I went to the allergy clinic and they tested me and everything they tested me for I was allergic to. I had a very similar experience. I went, they put me on an ascending dose of all the things I was allergic to. Oh, yeah. 18 injections. I got to number 17, anaphylactic shock. <gasps> 999. I was actually in a doctor's surgery. I've never seen the GPs move so quickly. <laughs> Ambulance, George's Hospital, adrenaline. I was actually slightly better after, strangely, after that experience. Mm. But over the years, I decided what else can I do? There must be another route to having effectively steroids for the asthma or Mm. whatever. And I saw a person called Michael Burt, and he works out of Brabant House, and he does acupuncture. He does a thing called radionics. And radionics is you get distilled water. You vibrate it to the same frequency as what you're intolerant to, and you take it. And this worked really well. And now... um, he actually came along and he talked about urine therapy. People may feel a bit queamish about it. <laughs> I actually call it my eau de toilette because <laughs> I have a bottle of distilled water. I take a pee sample, one or two drops of pee in it. Whenever I'm reacting to something, 
you've got to do it once you've reacted. I do a little spray on my body and that's it. Ah. So that's my eau de toilet. So that was <laughs> probably the second thing I've over, overcome. Yeah. The third thing, I suppose, is... is um, I was I was diagnosed with a, a blood problem, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm type 2 diabetes. Mm. So I've managed to kick that through, basically through diet, being very careful on what I eat, and some healing meditations as well, because yeah. I lead a meditation group. Mm. But I think the main, the main difference for me from an energy perspective is my wife in 1999 persuaded me to do a Reiki 1 course. Mm. And then I didn't really use it. I was an accountant. I was a mathematician, accountant. I had to feel it, touch it. Yeah. Did I believe in Reiki? At the time, probably not. Yeah. Um, And I was always challenging my wife and saying, okay, use the Reiki and get us out of this one. And every time the miracle Mm. occurred Mm. and we, you know, it sorted itself out. So I did my Reiki 2 course in 2002 and after that, I went straight into doing the Reiki Master. Mm, fascinating, fascinating. And it, but it just goes to show there's so many alternative ways to actually treat what's wrong with you rather than just yeah. the symptoms. As we know, the NHS, you know, for all they are brilliant in lots of things, do tend to treat the symptoms rather than anything else. So that was how you sort of got involved with energy yes, healing, yeah. first of all. Um, but tell us what self-healing is and why that is important. Well, self-healing is about taking responsibility for your own health. Okay. In other words, not saying to the doctor, cure me. Mm. We generate a lot of our own ill health anyway. Mm. In the way, the, so you've got the health of the body, so the environment makes a difference. Yeah. So I actually found out I was intolerant to tap water. And that was part of my issue. Mm. So I had to solve that. So there's the environment and there's being physically fit. There's doing the exercise. But there's also the the meditation point of view as well, which is very important. Because it's that spiritual health. And there's also the mental and emotional state. Because we are actually energy bodies. So we have a physical body. We have an emotional body. And we have a mental body. And they're all linked. And if our belief is incorrect, it affects us in the mental. And at the mental level, you go, I'm not sure if that belief is correct or not. It creates anguish and worry Mm. at the emotional level, which then filters through to the physical. And this is why in so many cases where you have a a loving couple and one dies, the other one dies of a broken heart. And you see it so often. Oh, yeah. It happened to an aunt and uncle of mine. Yeah, yeah. It is, I find the whole thing, you've probably read Louise Hay's book about... You You can can heal heal your life, life. yeah. And it's so true, isn't it? And and also, I think so many illnesses of different parts of the body are linked to some sort of emotional thing that's happened to you in your life. So I know, you know, I know a couple of people who've died literally of heart-related or chest-related illnesses where Mm. they have either had a lack of love or, as you say, they've lost someone dear to them. Um, it's it's I find it fascinating. How do you become empowered? So okay, so if I give you an example, so mm. if your front door lock breaks, yeah, you need a new lock. You need the tools, and you need the methods for doing that. Yeah, and that's all empowerment is: is that ah. you have the skills. So. On on one of the the self healing courses and empowerment courses. 
what we do there is we tell people about health and disease and why people get health why people are healthy and why you get disease and how the energetic feeds into the physical we also give people three attunements to reiki which is a energy healing so that they can give reiki to themselves Uh. for healing we also talk about different spiritual laws now some people would have heard of the law of attraction Mm -hmm. but diana cooper actually wrote about 36 different spiritual Mm. laws so on this first course on this first self-healing course we focus in on three of the laws being the law of attraction which basically says what energy you put out is what you get back in Mm. so if you're in poverty and you put out the energy of poverty that's what you attract back Mm. in so classic examples of that are the films it's a wonderful life where it gets as low as possible for the guy that he's going to commit suicide the angel comes along changes the energy and it changes him Mm. and that's literally what you have to do you have to change the energy you put out to actually attract different things in your life the other one of the other laws we look at is the law of attention which says if you've got 10 things about your life focus on the very best thing Mm. never focus on the worst because if you focus on the most people would say i've got this problem i'm trying to solve it i would say actually focus on what's going really well the other things will go by the wayside you won't see them anymore yeah um and the the other one is the law of reflection we look at as well Mm -hmm. and in the law of reflection it's uh the universe is reflecting what's going on inside of you from a spiritual perspective so it's bringing things to your attention by reflecting as if it was a mirror so the only person who can heal you is yourself yeah yeah it's all fascinating and we've we've run out of time so i think what we need to do is to just let people know how they can get hold of you yes yeah yeah they can contact me via email so that's p stone at uw dot uw club dot net or they can get in touch on the have a look at the website which is acorn to oak health dot co dot uk and the two is the number two so it's yeah. acorn number two health dot co dot uk okay so www.acorn to the number two oak health dot co dot uk correct brilliant peter thank you so much for coming and in to see you. us today yeah, thank great. you that was peter stone talking to us this afternoon brooklyn's radio believes your health matters if you've enjoyed this podcast why not keep up to date with the sound of surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app